Welcome to Maritime Software Hub, the People Podcast. Really excited today because we've got my colleague Daniel Duggan is speaking to Cynthia Worley, who's the VP of Strategic Accounts at Sedna. Uh, really interesting to hear Cynthia's background and also to hear her kind of transition from probably a technology background into technology within Maritime. And also to understand a bit more about um, Sedna solutions and their, their story as well. So I'm very conscious that uh, over the last five or six episodes, we've been very male heavy and Cynthia is the first female we've had on the podcast. So really excited to have her on, on, on board and also to hear a bit more about her kind of perception of, of women in shipping. We've got international women in shipping or women in maritime day coming up uh, next week or so. And it's a subject that, that I, I relate closely to because um, my mother was a, Sue Bowman was a, um, a shipbroker for good 10 years or so back in the late 90s and early 2000s and um, I've really seen kind of firsthand how difficult it can be to be honest with you to be a, a female in, in the maritime world particularly in certain roles so for example in, in the sale and purchase shipbroking role it can be quite tricky and there weren't that many females around at that time in, in, in kind of prominent sort of broking positions and, and similar type of fields so I really kind of uh, was really impressed with, with Cynthia's background and also on my family side as well, seeing my mother's, uh, how, she, how well she did. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. You're going to run through a few a few details related to women in shipping, but also dive into the role of VP of sales and talk about that within SaaS um, and within that type of environment. So I hope you enjoy and look forward to speaking again soon. Welcome to the Maritime Software Hub podcast. Today, I'm joined with uh, Cynthia Worley, Vice President of Strategic Accounts at Sedna. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today, Cynthia. Thanks, Daniel. It's great to be here. Great. I know you're a very busy person, so we really appreciate you taking the time to speak with us. Um, to start off with, it'd be great if you could introduce yourself to the listeners um, and yeah. also tell us about your career working across maritime and maritime digitalization. So how did you start your journey into the, the digital shipping space? Fantastic. Well, thank you. You already said it. I'm Cynthia Worley. I'm Vice President of Strategic Accounts at Sedna. Really happy to be here today. So thank you very much. How did I get in this space? It's kind of one of those happy accidents, I think. For the most part, I would say it's a little bit predestined. You know, I was always a little bit of a technology nerd, but not so much related to the maritime space. I actually credit my dad with kind of leading me into technology. He was the dad who would buy a new computer system, a new TV, a new stereo set, and I had to put it together for him. And (laughs) when you're a little kid, right, it's kind of an adventure, or at least it was for me. I loved connecting things. I loved turning it on and it not actually working, you know, and then you've got to problem solve. You've got to figure out what did you connect them properly? What can you tie to what, uh, you know, input and output? So yes, I think my dad gave me a real passion for putting things together and working out problems that right. I've been lucky enough to transition into my career. Yeah, I mean, I still think that's very much the case today. I think a lot of parents <laughs> give their kids the technology to go and explore and, and take all the, the sort of pressure out of doing it themselves. But what's great is that you've got from that is the problem solving side of things. And I think this really strongly fits into Sedna. So what I say, how is your sort of, digital journey within shipping, um, how does that translate now into your role at Sedna? Because I know there's a lot of things that Sedna are trying to achieve and it'd be really good to sort of understand how you do this and and what Sedna have achieved to, to date as well. Sure. Well, there's a lot of pieces of the puzzle that kind of had to fit together 
to bring us today where we are with Seda. Yep. And I think if I take a step back, you know, I transition that kind of love for putting things together into my first job, which wasn't maritime, it was consulting. Yep. So I was yep. working for Arthur Anderson. I was working on projects for General Motors and doing PeopleSoft implementations. Again, building, uh, understanding requirements, building systems, implementing them, working to solve to a customer specification. Now, yep. after leaving Anderson, I actually joined a tiny startup in Atlanta. I'm from Georgia, joined a tiny startup okay. called Intercontinental Exchange. And now yes. it's a global behemoth known as the ICE. And that was yeah. kind of my first foray into global trade, right? Yeah. At ICE, we were working on the democratization of trading, taking traders from an open outcry pit to a screen. And yeah. once you get that bug, right, that startup bug, that solving for technological challenges, you really, it's hard to get away from. So. I left the trading side to go to SDOCs, where I was working in physical operations for the first time. So okay. really going on board the vessels, understanding how that process works, looking at barges, the barge market, how we can bring digitalization there. And the real innovation that I got stuck on there was the electronic bill of lading with an EBL, okay. right? You can accomplish in moments what folks have been doing for a thousand years by sending a paper document around the world by plane, right? By hand. So that those two pieces were central to setting us up for success when I moved into the role at Sedna. Sedna, yeah. the relationships that I've had here have been going back 20 years in both of those roles. Actually, I met our founder, Bill Doby, when I had just started at ICE and he was still selling that. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. um, we worked together at SDOCS when he was consulting on our product for a while. So when he showed me what he had pulled together at Sedna, I think it was within five minutes of seeing the system, I said, everyone I know needs this. Right? I can change people's day for the better. And so yeah. to that point, I probably should have mentioned this beforehand. What is Sedna? Right? I, I think probably your yeah. listeners are thinking, That'd what in the world helpful. is talking about? Yeah. What is Sedna? So <laughs> let me take a step back. No problem. Sedna is better email. Sedna is better email. I mean, in a nutshell, that's how I tell my grandmother about it. If you think okay. about the innovation we've seen across trading, across electronic bills of lading, electronic nominations, et cetera, Everything except your inbox has changed over the past four years. Yep, that's so true. And, you know, we had the wave of blockchain a couple of years ago, and people started to say, oh, your email is dead, right? We don't need email anymore. We're working towards a different uh, line of communication. Well, suddenly doubled down, and we said, actually, no, email is the communication backbone of global trade. And we can simply do better on it. And our core function is related to connectivity with other systems in your tech stack, with other core systems of record in order to improve the email experience. I mean, I totally agree. It's such a great system. I mean, I, my background is commercial maritime. Uh, so I started off as a tanker operator. And okay. We were just using traditional email. Like we, we, there was the volume of emails that were coming through were crazy. The day to day, you mentioned about electronic bill of lading as well, which to say, we, you say how like a physical bill of lading that was getting flown around the world just sounds ludicrous. If you explain it to anyone outside the maritime industry, they, 
I think you're stuck in the dark ages. Yeah. So I think your background with that and understanding hands-on maritime as well, which I know Bill's got a great understanding for as well. Sedna just offers such a great solution to that high volume email. I mean, to find out which emails are most actionable is so valuable for especially someone with any type of operation backgrounds is I think anyone looking at Sedna for the first time think, why wasn't this done 20 years ago? And it, I just think it's a, such a great solution. But yeah, and also ICE, you mentioned about ICE. That again is something where I used to work at Clarkson's. They only introduced oh, that probably six or seven years ago. And again, before that, I think we were just trying to do everything on like a mobile phone or calling people all the time, which is obviously the voice element of their things are still really essential. But now in this day and age, just everything is either on, on email or chat platform. So I think Sedna, what Sedna are doing is, is great. Well, you, you bring up a really good point. You mentioned volume, right? Yeah. Not everyone has a problem with their inbox. There are plenty of industries where Outlook or Gmail, it works just fine. But ours is unique, we have to say, right? We have that volume challenge. And I think yes. that's what's yeah. really critical. But also think about the shape of your team. You've been on the other side of that inbox, right? Think about the shape of the team and the folks you hire. They're not, well, let's just put it with this way. They're expensive resources, right? Yeah. And you hired them for their focus and attention to solving problems, to making and creating commercial opportunities for the organization, not for admin. And, you know, I've met folks, Daniel, who think they are successful because they're good at foldering emails. <laughs> Right. And yeah. I love to show them how they can be so much more successful if they don't have to waste their time doing that. As I think just working as collaboratively as well, especially within, I know I keep coming back to operations, but it's just that's my background. So yeah, there'll be times when it's a 24 seven industry. You've got to have access to your emails all the time, but you've got to be on top of things all the time. But also in different companies, things are structured different ways. So people will cover for people over the weekends or when people go on holiday and having that access in a, you the way you make it more of a, a team access to emails as well is so much easier rather than receiving countless irrelevant emails if you open up your inbox to everyone. But at the same time, missing things if you only have it going to one operator or one charter or anything like that. So. The way Sedna's platform works, I think, is great for integration within the team. You're exactly right, right? This is business team information that we're dealing yeah. with. It shouldn't be yeah. siloed in a single person's inbox, right? We're all working right. together here. Let's do that together more effectively. And so that, again, is one of the key tenets of Sedna is that collaboration aspect. I always use the example of you could guarantee in my last job, it'd be a Thursday night. You know what we do in London on a Thursday after work. We go to the pub, right? And you can bet I would be asking for that first glass of wine. And before it could be in my hand, I'd have a captain calling me, asking me for a barge receipt or nomination as the load port change. And think about what we used to do when you were stuck on Outlook. Maybe you had your laptop, maybe you didn't, maybe you had to yeah. log in via the yeah. VPN. But, you know, in that moment, you just are looking for data and your inbox is your biggest source of untapped data, right? So what we're doing is elevating those pearls to immediately. So you have accessibility to all emails, all documents for all time, even on your mobile phone, right? And that's yeah. why I really saw the opportunity for change just within an both for the individual, the team, and the organization. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I think it's one of the best solutions I've ever seen, and I, I wish I had it when I was working in operations. Um, <laughs> it would my life. You can just tell all your friends now. <laughs> it would have made my life a lot less stressful, but that way. Okay, I think I, obviously there's a lot of digital challenges still within the maritime industry. But one of the other things I wanted to address with having you on the show today is that we've actually got the, the International Day of Women in Maritime coming up on the 18th of May. Uh, and what I'm curious to learn is is what that really means to you as a woman in, in maritime and in digital maritime. Yes. I mean, I think, listen, everyone who works in this business, regardless of who you are, you know how hard we all work, right? But we do yep. it because we love it. It's rewarding. I think in particular, this day is just our opportunity to focus and reflect on the key role of women, right? And dedicating ourselves or rededicating ourselves to women's and females' advancement in this space. Now, diversity, right? It's crucial for our industry. It's crucial to our organization to be ultimately successful. We need different perspectives. We need different backgrounds. We need different skill sets. And women are just one component in But this is our opportunity to double down on that, make our commitments and start to make action points to increasing that diversity. Because at the end of the day, I think they say it's only 1.2% of our industry is female. And that is, to me, a great opportunity to make improvement. Yeah, I would totally agree. I mean, when I was working in the commercial maritime, I mean, that was a very male-dominated area. I mean, we did have a few women on the desk as well. But traditionally males that were in that space and i don't know if that is something that was off-putting to women maybe looking at the career is that it was so male dominated um but what do you think we could do to maybe entice more women to come into shipping or or the digital shipping space it's a real goal for me personally it's certainly a goal for Sedna as an organization overall i think there's two key components to that one is we have to advocate and second we have to demonstrate and okay. if I think about what does that mean, it, we have to use our voice, but we also have to convert that to action. And you were just talking about your own desk, right? Very male dominated. Yeah. I look around the organizations that I go into when, when we're oh. selling Sedna, and it is still very male dominant. We want, particularly when within Sedna, we talk a lot about diversity and inclusion, but we have converted that into a commitment because we want that diversity within our organization. Secondly, we have to let people know that there is a space for them in maritime. Think about the global supply chain. Think about the realm of technology and service providers backing that up. And there are so many opportunities. And so it's about letting younger generations know this, right? A lot of us were taught, it's you're sp- I wanted to be a neurosurgeon when I grew up, right? Make my parents <laughs> proud, I'd be a doctor. We hear about lawyers, doctors, veterinarians. I didn't yeah. grow up thinking I wanted to sell SaaS services or uh, digitize <laughs> maritime trade or fix yeah. email. But you can guarantee, I talk to my kids about that. They know what mommy does. They know what opportunities right. are out there. And so advocating for your position, but also you've got to be more visible as well. And I take it on my shoulders talking to you today, Daniel. It's not my favorite thing to put myself forward and speak in front of an audience. But you can guarantee as I've matured into this role, I lean into that hesitation in order 
so that the next generation see there is a place for themselves in this business, in technology, in maritime, you know, going to doing outreach at networking events, conferences in particular. I've been doing a lot of conferences recently. Yep. When I attend a conference from years back, you see the same men on the same panels this... giving the same speeches. And now when I am invited to attend, I say, listen, I'd like to represent on one of those panels or I'd like another member of our staff. Uh, 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 you know, you want to see that diversity in where you are attending and you have to drive your attendance on that fact. So I think putting yourself forward, even when it's a little bit uncomfortable, in order to represent what you would like to see in the future. That's great. I, mean, I really admire that. Uh, it takes a lot of courage and, and willpower to, to do that. So I, I think that's great that you're, you're taking that on board. You're very conscious of what you're trying to achieve as well. Right. I think from our side as recruiters, we are seeing an increase in women coming into the maritime space. But I think, you know, it's something you need to make people feel comfortable. Yep. And I think what Sedna are so good at as well is is advertising yourself on digital platforms such as LinkedIn or, or websites. Or like we say at the events when we meet each other. Yes. Everyone I've met, everyone makes everyone feel so comfortable. And it's such a people industry that if you can start doing that and make people aware of the opportunities, but also aware of the environment that these companies are like and how they are innovating and changing, yep. then hopefully that will draw more diversity into the industry. Absolutely. So I think I think we're we're heading in the right direction. And maybe it's taken a little bit longer than some other industries, but we are heading there. And I think especially the digital space may capture even more youth, like um, young people coming into the industry as well. Uh, it's a new, new strength to the bow and, and probably makes maritime a little bit more exciting for the younger generation. It does. And and that's a really good point. You know, Sedna, we've opened up internships to bring oh. younger people into the organization in particular. But I've been quite impressed with the recent string of conferences that I've been attending with yeah. their outreach to young people in the community. So they're generally holding a session early on in the first day or a pre-session where they're inviting younger people in, university students as well, and they're interacting with the conference attendees. What a great example, right, that they're setting. What an opportunity to start forming connections, start seeing yourself in that industry, right, and having, you know, kind of a baby step into what might become your career. That's brilliant because I say it's such a, it's closed off in, in a way. If some people don't know about the industry, that's the, how, how do we start? How do we actually understand anything about yeah. this space? So yeah. the, anything like that is, is going to be so helpful. So say the other Really enjoyed having you on the podcast. I think what would be nice on that personal front is a question we ask some of our guests. It's a bit more personal. So maybe if there's anything that you have that you could share with our audience that most people don't know about you, whether it's a, a hobby or a personal achievement, I just think it's good to, to give a little bit more of that human side to it. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, something people probably don't know about me. I am an avid crafter. Okay. Uh, so I, you know, I moved over to London as an expat with ICE in 2005. Yep. I stayed in London until I met my husband. He's a farmer in the countryside until oh, 2014. Wow. And so when I moved to the countryside, I was kind of the most exotic thing they'd seen in my tiny village in Devon. <laughs> um, and so I was tri trying to figure out how to make some friends. And I decided to host weekly craft nights in my home. So I've taught most That's of right. our village how to crochet and knit 
and uh, cross stitch and and yeah i just i spend a lot of time on an airplane so i do an awful lot of uh, crafting while i'm in route so yeah i guess a lot of people don't know that about me i guess that shows your your creative side and again there's all links into the the problem solving and innovating that's a great obviously you're in the right the right spot for all of that so <laughs> well, thanks <laughs> thank you Daniel. it's been really nice talking to you i really appreciate it yeah thank you so much for joining us cynthia it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show and we look forward to, to catching up again soon fantastic see you yeah. soon thank you thank you for listening to this episode of maritime software hub before we go i just want to give you a quick overview of our core business which is recruitment Cordell Bowman was founded in 2019 and myself and my colleague Daniel are both ex-ship brokers and between us we have around 13 or 14 years of recruitment and talent acquisition experience. So we really kind of focus our team on the maritime software space and it's kind of associated markets so that could be kind of supply chain, might be satellite communication areas which relate to, to maritime and, and we help companies hire. So. Predominantly, that could be across the sales space, so software sales, data subscription sales professionals, and also marketing, product management, and some more technical focus positions. So we really are kind of uh, very tapped into the, the evolving and growing market across the digital shipping space. We really pride ourselves on being very, very niche and enjoy forging kind of real interesting and, and lasting relationships with our candidate and, and client base. So the majority of the time we are we're predominantly speaking to people that aren't really active in the market. They might be already in, in a role and enjoying themselves and not necessarily looking. But um, we like to keep in touch with those sort of profiles and in case a good opportunity comes along, we're the ones they go to ideally um, when something comes along. So if your team or anyone within your network might be looking for a career change, or perhaps you're, you're thinking of expanding your team and hiring, uh, please do reach out. The easiest num- email is info at cordellbowmore.com. Um, alternatively, if you're interested in the podcast and you think it could help your business perhaps get some exposure, or you just like to kind of be featured and, and tell us a bit more about your, your background and, and the role you do, please feel free to reach out. Um, love to hear from you. The email is podcast at cordellbowmore.com. Till next time, thank you very much. Thank you.